What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Hey, yo. I'm a do-rag on too tight. Mmm. Boy. What up, man? I'm in here. I'm in here laughing, man. I just did uh, one podcast episode. I figure I go live for this one. So I ain't gonna record. I ain't gonna record this in Garage Band. I'll just upload it straight from from YouTube. Hopefully, everybody having a good morning, man. Y'all get in here. Y'all get in here. We got to talk about Randy Moss. I forgot whose show he was on, but he gave his top five receivers of all time. And people asked me to talk about this. They, people actually told me to do a podcast episode. I didn't want to do nothing like, well, I guess I could wait until this, should I wait until this afternoon and do this? Because I'm going live. Should I do this this afternoon? No, nah, I'm going to do it now. The hell with it. It's holiday, holiday season. You know what I'm saying? I did do, hey, yo, you Jets fans, I did an episode for y'all and I punished y'all. So just to let y'all know, I'm about to drop that episode in about two minutes. So if you're a Jets fan, you're going to want to kill yourself. Not literally, but you're just going to want to kill yourself. You heard it, can't see you. Um, so Randy Moss, I forgot what show, but who cares what show he was on. But Randy Moss, basically, I ain't got no beef what Randy said about him being the best. Like he, If, if you that great, you you supposed to think. You the best, right? My issue is he had Jerry Rice at four, though. Y'all, how you got Jerry Rice at four? I mean, my personal top five, you know what I'm saying? It's Jerry Rice and then T.O. Come on, Stefan. Not yet. Not yet, Stefan. Stefan, ready to go in. Hold on, man. Let me let me get through my, my, my soliloquy right quick before I let you in here. Um... I'll let y'all know what I'm letting guests in. Let me get let me let me get it out of the way. So I got Jerry Rice one, TO2, Randy three. I thought I think the first two were consistently great more. I think Randy is the most dominant and scariest out of all those guys. You know what I'm saying? But I think Randy had himself, TO. No, so he just said hi. he had himself and T.O., number one and number two. And then he said Jerry might be three or four. That's what I heard. I didn't look at it all the way through. Um, don't you throw out some crazy top five now. No, nah, but that's just my thing. I'm going to go with the guy that's consistently great longer. Um, when you look at Jerry Rice, man, and I want to say, I forgot what years it was. But he had like a seven-year, eight-year stretch where he had like 1,200 yards and 10 to 17 touchdowns. Like, I can look it up right quick. But it was crazy, yo. It was something that I was like, yo, Jerry Rice, is to me, is the greatest football player ever. Like, he's the GOAT. Not no damn quarterback. My wife likes some damn Joe Montana. I think he the greatest football player of all time, Jerry Rice. So from she said F that. So from nineteen eighty six to 
1995, Jerry Rice basically averaged like, give or take, 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. That's crazy. I'm going to just read you what Jerry did. 1986, which was his second year in the NFL. 1,500 yards, 15 touchdowns. 1987, in 12 games, Jerry Rice had 1,000 yards and 22 touchdowns. 1988, 1,300 yards, 9 touchdowns. 
yards, man, at least 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns in a 10-year span? That's his average? Sheesh. Somebody said Moss had a lot. All right, we can go to Randy Moss. Hey, I just want to let y'all know, don't be mad at me when I put out his numbers now if it ain't what y'all thought it was. Because y'all know I got rebuttals on deck. Randy Moss averaged 15.6 yards per catch for his career. Jerry averaged 14.8. But Moss is three-tenths of a second faster, and he just averaged one more yard? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shout out to Randy Moss 20, 2007 season where he had 23 touchdowns. That was dope. 1493 and 23 touchdowns. I mean, Randy Moss has spectacular Minnesota years. You can't, you no, nah, he came out the gate pumping 1,317 touchdowns, 1,411 touchdowns, 1,415, 1,210, 1,317. Then he had 13 touchdowns in 767. Went to Oakland. Don't nobody, look, don't nobody count his Oakland years, but that's like Jerry Rice's old years. Then he went to New England, 1423, then 1,011. Then 12, 13, then kaput. Nothing else. Nothing else was the same. You know what I'm saying? Adams and Hopkins are on their way to do it. No, they not. Shut up. No, they not. Dude, why y'all be doing this shit? Why y'all be just assuming somebody on their way to do it? No, they not. Jerry played on arguably the top three teams of all time. All right, so that means Randy Moss, New England seasons don't count. If we want to play that game, Anthony. Because, uh, so, when people throw in Hall of Fame quarterbacks, I say this about Randy Moss. Randy Moss had, in Minnesota, the quarterbacks who fit his skill set. He had big arm quarterbacks. I don't care about stature. Attribute-wise, they fit what Randy did well. Cole Pepper. Uh, Cunningham and Jeff George all had titanic arms. They could throw the bitch 80 yards down the field. So if y'all want to play this pulling straws, Hall of Fameness, nah. People perform, bro. Last I checked, you perform. You get busy. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got to stop that mess. You know what I'm saying? Who would you draft as a GM, Rice or Moss? Based off what I've seen, uh, uh, Rice, I'm going to get my return with Jerry. And I'm going to get longer production. See, that's what I do. Like, are we just, like, if you just going off, see, here's the thing that I think gets misconstrued when we talk about players, right? We go off what gives us, you know what I'm saying, it makes our mouth just water, right? So, this is why this is why, this is why the draft is very inconsistent. Because when people go into the draft, guess what they do? 
They look at physical attributes that wow them. Oh my God, he's so fast. He ran a fast 40. I want to get him. Oh my God, he jumped real high. I want to get him. No matter what the tape says, they want pow. That's what they want. They want the pop. In that one season, he broke Jay Wright's record. Yeah, he had 23 touchdowns. Jerry played 12 games. See, I put things into context, fam. Anthony Hunter, I put things into context. Yes, Moss had 23 touchdowns. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He broke Jerry's record. It took him 16. Jerry did the shit in 12. But he broke the record. You get it. You, I get it. He broke Jerry's record. He did. He did. He did. It's hard for anybody to debate, really, another receiver being better than Jerry. It's just, it's, dude, it's ridiculous. Like, 22,000 yards to 15,000? I get it. Attribute-wise, yeah. Moss is dominant. Dominant. It's like you got that. He faster. He taller. You got it. If that was the case, all the athletic and taller receivers who produce okay will always be elevated over the guys who like you wouldn't put Larry Fitzgerald in your top five. You just going off attributes. Imagine 15 years with Brady from the beginning. Nope. I'm not imagining that shit because it didn't happen. Like you, you look, y'all. That's how I, look. Either we gonna talk what happened, or we gonna talk make believe. Imagine me at six foot five. I'll be absolute bananas. But you know what? The universe ain't 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 rock like that. So I ain't gonna be in the streets talking about a hey, dog. If I was six five, I'd be a fifteen year NFL vet and making millions of dollars. People tell me shut the hell up, move on with your life. So we, I, that's why I don't play hypotheticals. That's why I don't do that. So I just want people to know, when people throw hypotheticals to me, I don't play that game. That's why I don't. Because it's just like you saying, man, if I would have did this, they'd be like, y'all, shut up. Live your life now. You know what I'm saying? No, I said 12 games to put it to context, but I still said Moss had the record. That's what just impressed me about the 22, that he did it in 12. That's the only reason. I didn't negate Moss's record. Anthony, one thing you ain't going to never do better than me is rebuttal. I am the rebuttal king. People will tell you, I'm nice with the mic. You came to Tulsa. I am nice. You And you trying to compete with me typing. You can hit the invite. I'll invite you so you can talk, so you can see firsthand. No, you ain't put the context. You tried to beat me in my own game, and it didn't happen. Because you went way left if Moss would have had, well, if Jerry would have Moss speed, who would be better? Let's play your, let, let's keep playing this. I like this type of game. If Jerry Weiss was 6'4 with Moss speed, who would be better? Yeah, I like T.O. over Moss too. But I want him to answer that question. If Jerry Rice was 6'4 with more speed, what we doing? 
Mm-hmm. Respect Moss for saying he's the GOAT. He's supposed to. He has the cachet to the GOAT. He's that good. When you're at that, you can say I'm the best. I wish more athletes would stop trying to be humble. I'm glad Randy Moss finally said I'm the best because he'd be too humble for me. Just say you're the best. What up, babe? Hey. Can I say something real quick? I ain't gonna be in here long, bro, because I know you. You going, going on one of your tangents right now, and I, 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 I and I'm loving it. But I just wanna, I just wanna chime in on this, on this debate, man. Listen, we gotta understand something, dog. That Jerry Rice played in an era where it was a predominantly run offensive era, where the run game, pretty much, you had to have a solidified run game. So he, he did all this with mediocre speed. And on top of that, we're not going to talk about the Joe Montana. Because, like you said, Randy Moss had, had quarterbacks that had physical attributes that could get him the ball, that could throw the ball. But understand something. that well, This is what made Jerry Rice unique and different than Randy Moss. Jerry Rice can run the full route tree, the mm. complete route tree. Randy Moss only was great in post, straight line speed, and about three to four route combinations. Jerry Rice could run the entire route tree, understand how to stem DBs to mm. get open, Uh-oh. understood how to recognize uh, coverage, coverage schemes, knew how to do wide receiver options, knew how to sit in holes. He just understood in terms of studying the game, he knew how to do things that receivers nowadays can't emulate. That's mm. why he's the GOAT, dog. It's not about physical attributes. and Because like you say, if you go by skill set, if you go by sheer speed, sheer size, then Randy Moss, yes, he has those yeah. intangibles. But when you talk about the nuances, the details, the, the details and the definition of, of the, the wide receiver position, there's no – we're talking about a God-like human being, dog, that touched the football field. He's the standard. Yes, the standard. Yeah. And there wasn't standard. a route – and just, and, just, and just imagine if they created fucking bubble screens for Jerry Rice back in 1988, the way that they're able to get wide receivers out in space and maneuver and pull linemen and stuff in the, in the, and the athleticism of linemen nowadays, the way that they – dog, they had hogs back in the days, dog, that was doing basic pass blocking. Imagine if they created schemes to get wide, to get wide receivers open and out in the space. You know what I mean? Like they, and, 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 and not to mention, let's talk about the field turf. Back in Jerry Rice days, it was strictly grass. You may have had one at, um, field that used our AstroTurf. The oh, rest no, of that shit was all grass. Yeah. So look at the weather conditions. Factor that into the, in the change in the speed of the game. We got about five or six um, teams um, that has domes now yeah. that prevent weather conditions, that allow wide receivers to be more fluent, more fast in oh. their route transitions. So when you talk about a goat dog, somebody that did this, and not to mention Jerry Rice had better hands. Better hands could catch anything that came in the radius of his body frame. You know what I'm saying? So, dog, we like listen. There's no comparison. Jerry Rice is hands down the fucking goat, dog. He's arguably the goat of the greatest, the greatest football player ever. And if you look at yeah, most experts would put Jerry Rice as the goat. So, I, I, dog, I love Randy. Don't get it twisted. Randy Moss is in my top three, bro. But, but, but when you're talking about Jerry Rice, he's in a whole nother stratosphere in terms of what a wide receiver, and not to mention, dog, what's a solidified pass blocker. Like, even when he, even when, even when he's not getting the ball, he's still involved in the game plan. You mean, he's something that you have to factor. You know what I'm saying? 
So, I mean, that's that's I mean, that's that's just my my two cents when it comes to chiming in on this debate or either just discussion is that like these are these are the type of specifics that you're getting from Jerry Rice, dog. Like literally, like honestly, like 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 we down on the clutch. I, you couldn't go to Randy Moss if you needed a goddamn zigzag route to to really get open on a seven on a seven seven yard possession route. You're not counting on you're counting on Randy Moss to stretch the field mm. and open up shit underneath or give you a big plate. You're not count Jerry Rice was doing that in critical moments and critical situations that really solidified and really put him in another stratosphere as far as the wide receiver position, dog. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I and I know you probably think the same shit because we think the same in terms of how you evaluate or you assess a football player. Not yeah. the wide receiver position. You know what I'm saying? The intelligence, the sheer yeah. intelligence of how to process a defense and understand the difference between a cover four, a cover one, a press technique, understanding what a DB is doing, going against r fucking goats like Deion Sanders and shit like that and Rod Woodson's and shit every week, dog. Like, come on, man. It's Bam, Bell Green. Uh, you know, there's yes. a plethora, the plethora of DBs back then that we can name, not to mention how they police that position as far as like being able to hold so there's so many things that factor in i to me like i said i respect randy and his stance like i don't have no qualms about him saying he has, he has the right but to me rice is easily the best and there's no disrespect to much. there's no disrespect it's, it's no disrespect. you can understand something that and then also that you know what i mean like it's like it's like it's, I don't know. I'd have seen times, bro. I'd have seen Randy came out his own mouth and say, like, I'm not catching a 15-yard dig route because I'm not going to let a safety take my fucking head off. I'm smarter than that. Like, but at the same time, I'd have seen Jerry catch passes like that in between traffic and alleviate a big hit because he knew how to avoid contact. He knew, it's just intelligence, dog. It's just it's certain things, like, that, that separates great receivers, bro. Like, I, I can't even describe it. You know what I mean? Like, the technique. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like, it's like, that's that's why, like, honestly, like, I feel like Rice is just, he's just different. And when you put the film on, when you put the film on, you study, you study his feet work, understanding, like, you know what I mean? How how he gets out of the, how does his routes, how somebody can't really get a good jam on, a good press on him. You know what I'm saying? And then only running the 4-7. Like, arguably a 4-6, 4-7. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and doing that, doing that. No, look, 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 Hawk, knowing how to stem a fucking DB on a 12-yard post, on a, on a skinny post. Yeah. And finding, and finding that hole in between the cover two to break loose. It's yeah. like, dog, you, this, this is shit that you can't account for, bro. <laughs> but you got somebody like Randy, who, 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 who is like a gazelle, who runs a 4-2-4-3. He just throws the hand up. He's running past you with sheer athletic uh, athletic ability, bro. Yeah. But it it doesn't take a lot to do that. It's, it doesn't it doesn't um it doesn't negate the fact that he's a great receiver. It's just saying that like yo, I'm using the difference between using physical ability, but using intelligence and your physical capabilities of, of film study and understanding. Now don't get it twisted. Bill Belichick said Randy Moss is one of the most intelligent football players he's ever coached. So yep. don't don't get it fucked up. He. But Randy, Randy was would would only do what Randy was great at doing. Jerry Rice did everything, even the things that he wasn't great. I feel like he did to make great, and mm -hmm. that's why you know what I mean. Like that's why he's a goat in his own and durability. Mm -hmm. 
durability, like going through the seasons and progressions and still remaining the same training, the same workout, the same method, utilizing the same skill set, the same tools that made you great from 88 to 98. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's just these things, man, are just so crazy. Like you can't account for those things, man. It's it's majestical. Like when you when you really when you look at it, man, like literally when you really look at it, study the wide receiver position. So it's cool, man. You know, Randy got his own feelings. T.O. got his own feelings. You know what I'm saying? I watched the podcast. I, I looked at the shit, man. I love both of them. Them, them three yeah. is my top. Them, them three is my top three. Like there's not like there's nothing to debate about. Like me personally, I put my my top three would be Jerry, um, T.O. then Randy. Like that's mine because simply because I I, I like I like a, a more complete receiver in terms of what T.O. brings, you know what I mean? But anybody yeah. can have any of those interchangeably, well, at least two or three. But the one is, is, yep. is solidified for me, bro. That's a fact. So, no, yeah, I appreciate man. you now, bro. Yeah, Folks man. That's, that's, that's all I wanted to say, bro. All right, fam. My dog, T. Banks, you know, bringing that heat like he always do. If you want to join in, join in. I am going to do a live show. Uh, via stream yard today at 5 30 so you know y'all be on the lookout for that but I, I i wanted to talk about this early in the morning um the last time i went live this early a lot of people showed up so this must be the new hot spot to go live i see like people be up and ready to talk sports um but yeah man ain't gonna be on too much longer but yeah randy moss is a goat so he can call himself the GOAT. He's one of the GOATs. So if you are one of the GOATs, you can say, I'm the GOAT. You have the cachet to say, I'm the GOAT. That don't mean everybody gonna agree with you. Um, I'm not gonna call him crazy. I'm not gonna disrespect him like that. But let me see. That go ant right there. T-Banks played Tecmo Bowl. Hey, use it. Okay, he didn't answer. Let's see. Hold on. Let me see what Kyle talking about. Then I'm going to get you in here. I'm going to get you in and feel about the cow. If cow still there. I don't think cow there no more. Let me get Philip in then. And then, and I get you in. Oh, yeah. Philip joint connecting right now. What's good with you, fam? Hawk, what's up, man? Chilling, man. You know, start some trouble early in the morning. I know you are. I know you are. Well, here's my answer right here, bro. <laughs> hey, that, 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 look, that, that can go ahead and tell you right now. And here's why. Jerry, my boy, because Jerry, you know, I played receiver in, in high school and college. Yep. And Jerry's who I modeled my game after and, you know, playing with a you know, 49ers fan being growing up. But the other thing, my man hit everything else I already going to say. But the thing is about Jerry, too, is that nobody outworked Jerry. Mm -hmm. You know, Jerry would bring in, you know, some of the best guys to work with him, train with him. They couldn't keep up. Ricky Waters, all these type of cats, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jerry was productive from the time he was a rookie to the time he even finished his career with the Raiders and in Seahawks. Like, mm -hmm. he still was getting 50, 60 balls, was still part of the joint, making things happen. Yeah. And then Jerry, too, was a great blocker as well. So when you throw all those kind of components in it, yes, he had Montana throwing to him, and he had Steve Young as well, but he also had Jeff Garcia, Rich Gannon, and all these guys as well, too. Yeah, And so you throw in all of those different things. That's why, to me, even if you take the stats out of it, Jerry's still the most complete and best receiver we've ever seen. 
because again, he would step up in his best moments, but he was productive his whole career, whether it be in his 20s all the way up to his 40s. And you said a key word, complete. Mm -hmm. Complete. That, I think that's what, so Randy's so special physically that we, this is what we do. It's just, it's just like that female that's very attractive and got a big butt. You don't care that she acting a certain way or right. she ain't night. Like you see the physical attributes and you absolve the negative. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, with players, we call a player is so gifted that we allow him to talk a certain way or act a certain way because it's like, yo, I want that though. Versus right. taking that kid who's a complete that do what they supposed to do may not wow you, but their production actually is better than the kid who will wow you. Right. So that's why, like I said, that's why the draft missed so many times because once they run the forty, we clamor at the forty time. Oh, I gotta have him. Mm-hmm. And then, too, to add to it as well, you, we got to think about the time when Jerry was coming out, you know, where Bill Walsh saw him play a game in a hotel room was like, who is this dude? He had like five or six touchdowns in, his, in, in, in a college game. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? We got to get this guy before every game. What people don't know, most people don't know, is the 49ers jump the Cowboys in that draft because mm -hmm. the Cowboys are going to jab, jab Jerry Rice. So... Because Wall saw him, you know, you know, in that in, in that hotel room, and was like, man, who is this guy? We got to see what he is. Let's go ahead and grab him. So I just think, man, you know, Jerry's time, what he did, and just how he was productive his whole career, regardless of who he was getting thrown the ball to, yeah. just kind of showed like just his overall game and his impact. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I love Moss too, but I think Moss also too developed because he had Chris Carter be his mentor. And I think that's kind of how he developed that work ethic, got oh, things going, because he was really talented, but he never – I mean, but I think that helped him build his potential too. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yep. That. And look, man, people forget Jerry Rice went to Mississippi Valley State. Exactly. Yep. So if you're about the culture – I mean, I love it. <laughs> right. People be about the culture. Yep. <laughs> Hey, and you got it. And remember too, you know, Moss was at Florida State, then got in trouble, went to Marshall, yeah. and still balled out. He was he was a monster. Let's let's not get it twisted, yeah. you know. But I do think here's what I will say. This though, you tell me what you think, Hawk. If Moss had that same mentality that Jerry did and actually executed that throughout his whole career, we might be saying that he is better because he definitely was more talented. But I do think because those times he took plays off, we saw what happened with the Raiders you know, being disinterested at times. I think those are things that kind of hurt him in reference to being number one. But I do think from a talent perspective, if he had a similar work ethic as Rice in conjunction with the systems that he played in, he could be, he could have been maybe number one. Yeah, and then, you know, it goes, it just goes to show how, how your attitude can kind of like, put like this, mm -hmm. if Randy would have ended with the attitude of like when he went to Oakland Raiders, like people wouldn't even put him up this high because they hated how he was acting. But once he went mm -hmm. to New England, he you know basically got his image back up, and now he on yeah. TV again. But people forget they was they used to hate Randy. These same folks hated Randy most when he went to Oakland. They couldn't stand. <laughs> That's him. true. They couldn't stand him when he hit the little meter maid lady with his car. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Green Bay Packers fans, I know they hate Randy. Oh, absolutely. You know, the Cowboy Cowboy fans too, as he put three touchdowns on them and three catches in his, his rookie season. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, Hulk. Appreciate you tapping. I'm going to get other people in. No doubt, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you, brother. Go have right. a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, man. That's my dog. Phil, if you want to join in, join in. Everybody still, you know, tapped in, providing their feedback. It's a, it's a great discussion, man. Um, again, never want to get this lost in translation. Love Randy Moss. He is, he is a GOAT. He's just not my GOAT, but he is a GOAT. This is no different than when I used to always pick Antonio Brown over Julio Jones. Because people get enamored with the 6'3", 4'3". I don't, man. I go with the total. And, and Julio can actually run routes at a, at a high level, too. I just like A.B. Let's see. Stephon. I know Stephon been waiting patiently. What up with you? What's good, yo? Hey, yo. When I heard what Maul said, y'all was like, what the hell is he smoking, yo? Like, <laughs> no, you're talking about that man smoking. <laughs> he, I, I understand you gotta you gotta put yourself at a high pedestal, but facts is facts, stacks is stacks. And he's his numbers is 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 good, but nowhere near Rice. Rice is Rice, like you said, Rice is the best athlete, best football player. Best, not athlete, but best football player of all time, right Am below, I? right, followed by freaking Deion Sanders and Barry Sanders. So, I mean, it just. I mean, I like it, Jim Brown. My pop yeah. put me on Jim Brown, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He did average 100 yards for his whole career. Yeah. So, I mean, he is a monster. That's like <laughs> yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, Moss's, Moss, I mean, Moss's, I don't know what the hell his problem is. Like the dude said, Bross only ran one route. <laughs> and you can't stop it. So I mean, but Rice is just let y'all like, I'll take I'll take I'll take I'll take T.O. I'll take T.O. over Boss too. Cause T.O. can run, run every every route tree too. I ain't gonna look, so I, I'm let me let me let me go ahead and make sure folks know I'm not saying Moss <laughs> like Moss could like Moss could run all the routes, but he didn't have to. He specialized in the routes that made him most dangerous. And that's all people saw him catching and going on. Um, so usually time when somebody says a person only run with this route, they're trying to say he's limited. And I don't I don't think he was limited. It's just that if you that damn explosive, I don't care about what other routes you can run. You running these routes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm mad that Calvin Johnson didn't finish his whole career, Kyle Johnson would have been better than Moss and T.O. Ooh. That's a fact. See, now that's a good debate. Moss or or Megatron, because they both Megatron talk. Megatron, you can't pay Moss. You can't pay a Megatron over Moss because Megatron to finish his whole career. No, no, I'm just saying, so, physical attribute-wise. Oh, I, yeah, Megatron got him. Add more weight, but. Megatron got him. That's yeah, he can, run, he, can run, he can run almost every route in the route tree too, and with and break anything five yard hook, ten yard hook, ten yard dick, whatever you want. Megatron can do it and break it for a touchdown. Man, y'all talking about like they take quick screens to the crib? Oh my god! <laughs> every now and then. Look, man, we we can't just start, you know, saying embellishing stuff to elevate. Like we're gonna keep with a stack, like most. 
Moss ran slants. He ran hitches. He ran <laughs> like, but Moss was immediate specialist to where you had you had your reads, and then when you went to New England, you had Wes Walker. So he played his role. You know what I'm saying? But but most of his highlights is definitely but what route? That was most of his touchdowns came on the explosive plays. Yeah, down exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, but that's but just because highlights show one thing don't mean it's the truth. You can see, look at Jerry Jerry highlights, and he had different explosive touchdowns on almost every route in a yeah. route trip. Because Jerry was Jerry was asked to do everything. Jerry just, I mean, so put you like this: Jerry wasn't special physically like Moss, so he had to do more, and he had to have an arsenal. It's just like, like it's just like a dude playing basketball. It's just like, uh, shoot, like a Kyrie or somebody that knee handles versus a dude like Westbrook who's just gonna blow by you and dunk one. You like you 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 build those like people know Westbrook is limited in his in his toolbox, but he don't gotta be as advanced as them other dudes because he got that one thing they don't got. He got that explosiveness and that burst. You feel what I'm saying? So Rice Rice had all of that. Rice had that. Rice didn't have the top end speed like those guys. Like, it's like me when I talk about Antonio Brown versus Julio Jones. The reason why Antonio got to be that special because he just can't run past you and jump over you like Julio. So Antonio so, had to work on little things because without those, he wouldn't be who he was. Julio, so, even though Julio got it, it don't show as much as A.B. But Julio run almost every route in the in the route tree. He's not like Moss. He he he. What are you talking? He's a better route runner than Moss. How do we know that? Look at it, look at it, look at the film. And don't lie, like you always say. His but his, his, his. So you can tell when somebody really can't run routes by the other routes that they run. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say Moss can't run them. No, I'm not saying he can't. But he 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 does he he. Like Julio and, and Rice and, and Megatron, you could depend them on for more than one route, more than three routes, more than five, six, seven routes. You could every route treat in the treaty you could depend on. Moss, you can't depend on on every but, route. I know that though. That was he was never asked to run every route. If you got Moss team, you telling him to run every route or you telling him to run goals and posts? I'm running what he what he know how to do, the goals and the posts. Okay, so why would you have him run the other routes when? Because he can't. He's not effective as that. They're more effective. They, Julio and Rice and the people who run every route tree, you can have them in every single play of the game because they can run every single route tree. I, I think you missed what I'm saying. If you are coaching the kid and you know he's passing everybody, why are you going to have him running every route? That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't want people to think and interpret that we saying Moss can't just because he didn't. He didn't have to. Right. You know and Jeff to, A.B. has to, Julio is called to do it in his offense. To be honest, Calvin didn't run every route. He didn't have to run every route because most of the time they just threw it up. But he did, though. Who? Calvin. He did. 
right. See what I'm saying? All right, let me get we, let me get Anthony Hunter in here, man. Appreciate right. you, Stefan. Right. Say good more. My God. All right, Ant, you up? Oh, somebody said Megatron triple cover consistently. Hey man, take that comment, throw that shit in the trash. Want nobody triple cover consistently? What up, Ant? First of all, good morning to you, man. What's um, up? Bro? You got the A in the back, okay? I want to appreciate you for letting me on. But oh, but hey. first, let me, let me just say, just just from what the last guy said, it's how are we gonna sit here and say that Randy Moss can't run the route tree, man? I, I did see you saw how I tried to make sure right, that right, and I, I see you clean that up. I mean, we, we we're saying that Randy Moss is every childhood player outside in the, on the streets. Facts. That's you feel good enough. Like, nobody ran a dig when we playing in the streets, bro. Who who didn't run a nine? Every <laughs> every quarterback. Every quarterback wanted to show their arm off that they can throw the ball deep. Yeah. Every player wanted to say, oh, I can burn you in the street, bro. We were not running no zigzags, bro. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy the fact that don't, – don't get me wrong. I'm going to still say that Jerry Rice is the GOAT, period. The no. body of work, the numbers, they do not lie. Yeah. All I'm saying is – Randy Moss athletically was yeah. just superior. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's it. I'm not saying he's better. He was just a superior athlete. That's a fact. And, and if the reason why I said the 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 comment about Brady, because that's when we got to see Moss in a high fashion. Even though he had big numbers in Minnesota, he no, we I like that team we ain't go 15 and one and had the best offense too. Though we can't right. poo poo on that, even though. You don't, you know, people don't respect the quarterbacks like they do Brady. Right, right. Yeah. And, and my thing is, you know, it's just even the numbers in Minnesota were great. But when you got with Brady, it was too easy. Like, it was like, throw it up. I'm going to go get it. Because Brady actually had a decent enough arm to get it to him, triple coverage down the field. But let's just be real. If he didn't have no, no quarterback who could get the ball to him, Brady Moss can run a slant. Oh, oh yeah, if he didn't, yeah, yeah. If, if he didn't, if he if he didn't have that aspect, he could run a slant. And then my thing is, he had a chip on his shoulder, just like Jerry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Jerry coming from Mississippi Valley, he like, look, y'all gonna pay. Moss, you know, you had the Notre Dame. You get yep. kicked out. You go to Florida State. You get kicked out. Now you at Marshall, who goes undefeated <laughs> every year. Yeah. He come in the draft. He like I'm gonna make 22, 21, 22 teams. Yeah. Hey, he made the Cowboys like, time. Exactly. Now, if Jerry had four two speed, I guarantee he would not run every route in the street. He no, wouldn't man. have. To. He wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to work that hard, and that's what I'm saying. Him, just as a player, you mm -hmm. want to mold yourself. After what Jerry did, because he's the That's prototypical I, player Jerry's in any sport. Standard. You know what I'm saying? It's the standard that he set to work at. You know mm -hmm. for a fact that he's going to give you 110% when it's not even possible. Yeah. So we know that. And if, if Moss had that mindset instead of saying, oh, I got the chip on my shoulder from everybody, then the outcome will be totally different because we know the fact that 
when people don't like you, they're going to downgrade your talent regardless. Yeah. You feel me? Folks don't like Kobe Bryant because they say he tried to play like Jordan. That's one strike. Yep. LeBron is better. That's two strikes. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And, and, and Kobe and get back and back in everybody good graces until unfortunately when he passed away, a lot of folks backed off and, you know, started really appreciating Kobe. Oh, we lost your audio, bro. My bad, I'm here. Okay. But I mean, it's just, I'm gonna be at the box now. I don't want to think about time. I know you get the man, but I appreciate you anyway. I'm yeah. just saying, man, if, if we, 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 we hate, I hate to do this back. This, 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 this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If Kobe was 6 8, 250 with his mindset, I mean, what would the NBA be? I mean, my yeah. favorite player is Dwayne Wade. Fact. So if Dwayne Wade was six seven, six eight, you know what I'm saying with his yeah, mindset. Yeah, that's that's you know it's always fun to try to think if everybody was the same size, who was. That's when you pay attention to somebody's skill set versus right. And, and 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 skill wise, skill wise, Jerry Rice is just the ultimate player. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I really feel like he had to. Yeah, he did. Uh, he he really had to. Yeah. And when you think about that, that's what made him scary to me. Is that he knew he had to be the greatest route. He had yeah. to be able to stop on a dime. Yeah. Make cuts, break mm -hmm. hands. And when Moss was like, Look, bro, if I got if I'm if I'm ten yards on this man's <laughs> heels, you just throw your hand up and I'm going to get it. Like what quarterback is like if the offensive line gave me time enough. Let's just throw it up. Look, Moss. That's what I thought they don't want to say. That's why I get out. Moss. Moss. Facts. I appreciate you coming on, dog. I appreciate it, bro. Now you see me on, man, especially if I go, like, the live joint, man. We'll, we'll let, you, uh, let you jump on, man. I got you, bro. Appreciate it. All right, fam. That's what's up, man. Hey, yo, Rico, you still trying to come on, fam? But yeah, man. Um, yeah, y'all can't y'all can't be disrespecting Randy. Said he can't run every route though. We know he can, but he didn't have to. Um, and and that's why I always say, that's why I always tell young players like train like you don't have. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a young player and you're trying to become great, train like you don't have. If you fast, train like you slow. Like train on the fundamentals. Train on that foundation because. You ain't going to be that speed forever, and you can always fall back on your fundamentals and your foundation. So that's why you got to appreciate guys who athletically can kill you, but you know they got the fundamentals. What up? What up, man? Y'all so y'all so nice. You got to be, man. You got to be nice. I'm going to keep it real, man. Moss, man, six, what is it, six, six four? four. I'll give, me, give, me the, give me the stats off. What is it, six, like four? Six, four. Four two, easy four two. What's what's the what's the vertical? Of uh, like thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay, man. So as a D, hey, I look at it. You know, we played ball, so I, I look at it like this, man. It, it wasn't no, it's no other receiver that that's gonna put that fear like like Moss did when he stepped on that feet. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like like it's gonna you can't defend that guy. Like I heard somebody say earlier, he could just run past you, throw his hands up. 
ask the question then. How many receivers you know right now in the NFL or previously could just run past people and throw their hands up? Nah, he the exception to the rule. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's like, bro, that's greatness, dog. That's great. Him and so, yeah, I mean, back in the day, they played for the Raiders because he was an Olympic sprinter, but he he didn't have the nation well, like Moss. But he yeah. ain't Moss. I mean. And then it's just like the simple fact that, man, this guy was doing this. It's, it's not, and it just started in NFL. This guy was doing it at Marshall. He was doing it in high school. Like, this guy, he got a, a long track record <laughs> of Mawson dudes back in the day. Like, he ain't just started in NFL. Yeah. And it's, when you're saying stuff, all he could do, like, the, nah, bro. Nah, this, I, this, is, this is the NFL. That's all they saw. That's all they paid attention to. It's like when people talk about Fuller Mayweather, they say, oh, he be running. They ain't they don't pay attention to what he's doing. They just paying what they want to see. This man was a he's a receiver, dog. He's a receiver. Like any other receiver, he can run the same route. And I was asking you earlier, like if you had to go in the draft, you said you'll get Jerry. But like we was outside playing ball and we had these two standing by by each other. Who you got? Jerry, I'm gonna get Jerry or Moss. I'm going with Moss. I'm sorry. No, but but we I'm going off what I've seen. If I never seen them in appearance, you're always gonna go with the physical guy. If right. we if we doing pickup. And you know, you don't really know guys, but somebody be like, yo, he fast as hell. You in the pickup football, you're going to take the fast dude because we just going to the view. Hey, dog, run deep. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, though. That wasn't just – see, some people look at Moss in that way. Oh, he was just fast to jump. No, this guy was a receiver. Yeah, he was – If you line up against Moss, you probably shaking in your boots like, hey, I got cover on the top. Like, how do, how, how do you defend Moss? Like, as a DB, how do you defend this guy? You got you to gotta play him high. You got to make him catch it in front of you. You have to. So he, right. You give him, like, you, you in your mind say, you just want to catch those. But even you, so off, I, I, you can still close your cushion. <laughs> Come on now. So, so how do you, so as a DB, because you especially, how do you defend Rice? What's the game plan? See, I always said, and I said this when I was playing, I'd rather check a fast receiver. Than the technician. Get on your horse, huh? Just jump, just take off. Like the Sal Burleys, the Chris Jacksons, the Damian Harrells, them the ones that gave me the most trouble because they ran routes. The fast guys, right. I could just play high. And then, but see, that's 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 speaking from our game. See, our game is easy to right. play high. On outdoor, it just depends. Like if the offense see you playing high and they and that guy's like so Randy was still good after the catch. He wasn't a lot of wiggle. So me personally, I'll play high and just say, I'm going to just come tackle him. If it's Megatron, that's different. Because you play his ass high and he catch it, he's going to hit your ass with a Derrick Henry stiff arm. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? That's, and that's why, that's why I agree with old boy said Megatron, hey, he was a big. Yeah, Meg like, I wish he could play a little longer. Now, if you say how I'm going to check, Meg like Megatron is in the discussion with Jerry. Like, how do you defend them? Because you ain't going to just press them. You just ain't going to play off them. Julio right. the same way. You just ain't going to press Julio. You just ain't going to play off. Like, Julio can route your ass up. He can catch a five-yard hitch and punish you. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it's no knock on Randy. It's just it's just one of the things that it's just different scenarios. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, yeah, and that's why I asked you the question, like, how do you defend these guys? I think that's when you can start saying who's the greatest of all time. Like, if you had trouble – you know, it was just like, how, like as a defensive coordinator, if I'm staying up all night, like, damn, bro, we got to fight. Like, 
Hey man, just go out there, do your do your best today, guys. Like he gonna, hey, let's try let's hold it to two hundred yards. That make you appreciate players more when you say like when you when you just say ask that question. I think that's when you get to really like give players their flowers when they would have been overlooked. You know what I'm saying? If we looked at right. every player we debated and say, yo, if you was playing against him, how would you defend him? How would you? Yeah. And that's when you'll really look at like, damn. They actually could do that really good. I didn't even realize that. That's that's how you gotta look at it. Cause I think many times we get caught up as a as a spectator or as a fan, but you gotta put yourself in that DB shoe. Like, yeah. hey, if you lined up against Moss, that's all. Oh, now what you gonna uh, do? I'm gonna tell people straight up. I I point practice with Minnesota. The the dog, you you tried to press him and you'll get a good jam on him. You thought. Yeah. And he'll put his hand up. And you like, I'm right here. And you do what they taught tell you to do. You look and lean. And once you look up, because he put his hand up, you can't tell him yeah. no more. I've seen right. oh, like man. you beside him. He throw his hand up. You're like, oh, I got your top shoulder, your inside hip trap. I'm about to look and lean. And when you look and lean, you realize he gone. Y'all hear this? And your job gone. Y'all hear y'all hear this man yeah. talk. So like he's like Marks was different. Like, I'm gonna tell you it's like this. Trying to press him was scary. He's 6'4", and he had a stance where he had his top, he had his outside hand, like, up close to his chest. He was working on something to where I yeah. to jam him. He can either swim you real quick or he can slap and get through. But you right. knew he was fast. And he was just running by everybody. So what we did was we had John Capello playing with us in KC. And because Randy was talking trash, he was running by people. And... He yeah. made a statement like, can't none of y'all, and y'all ain't never seen speed like this. And it was like, dog, we got John Capel. And then John Capel was taking off, but he won Randy like he couldn't catch like him. But his ass was flying, and Randy was like, I still be him. Like, it was just one of the things where Randy could still, like, that's a 200-meter Olympian. Randy was like, I still be him. We looking like, yo, he got a case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we. Hey, look, look, hey, you hear what you saying? Like, this. He talking, he talking too. So that's a whole different mindset too. Like not only do you have the physical attributes, but that, like you said, I think Ann said it earlier. Like he had a chip on his shoulder. Oh hell yeah! Like, like when you know, like, bro, I don't have to run that route. I'm not gonna block. Y'all throw me the ball, cash, hey, straight cash, homie. What Deion say, man? Y'all got me out here to cover, make a business. That's great. Exactly. You ain't paying me to come up and hit nobody. Because so as much as folks say. They'll take like Rod or Charles Wilson because they're more complete, which they can. It's just one of the things with Randy. It's like, yeah, Jerry may be more complete, but if that's what you like, like, because when we look at GOATs, it's preference anyway. That's yeah, yeah, preference. Right. Like, it's who would you prefer, who attracts you? Because when it comes to a wide receiver position, I'm a smaller guy. So I appreciate, right. I'm not tall. So I'm going to go with the ABs. I like Jerry. I go for those type of receivers. I always say that. I always, because I'm I, that's my implicit bias. I'm gonna go with the shorter, even though it's fast. I'm I, I I sympathize with them dudes more. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I ain't. I uh -huh. say Julio, Megatron, uh, Randy. I ain't gonna get mad. Them dudes is a beast. Yeah, I, you you made a great point there. Like, I guess, and I, I'm finding myself gravitating towards those like bigger receivers. I love Julio. Yeah. I love. You know, T.O., all those guys, but you're right, though. You're right. So, T.O. changed my mind with the big receivers. 
it took me going against those guys in person, right? I wasn't a huge T.O. fan. And the same year I was in KC, we played San Francisco in the preseason. He took a little drag route, 75 yards, the first play of the game. And I realized T.O. was, fuck, like, fast, fast. I never knew he was that fast. Like, T.O. can run. You know what I'm saying? And I saw him warming up. I saw him running routes. But I saw how put together he was. But I saw, like, just the little nuances of running routes, how he had mastered it. I was like, yo, he actually really good. Like, trash talking aside and all that little, like, that cat is nice. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, you know, hey, you know what you should do, too? Mm -hmm. Like I know, and I, I know you do your thing, but have like almost like a film session, like where you can bring these people, like these uh, spectators, in and actually like, see, like, hey, look, this why my, this why Jerry yeah. was great. Look at this route. I know y'all don't understand it, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, too, dog. Like, yeah, that's like that's like the next thing I'm trying to incorporate when I do the live shows of just trying to make sure, like, when I do, if I do share to like YouTube, I don't get hit with like, cause most of the time a lot of people try to hit you with copyright strikes, so I gotta. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. true. But yeah, no, nah, but that's what I want to do, though. You want to bring in a casual fan to our sessions that, because when we watch them, it's like when I, people who play see the game differently. And people always think that we're talking down on them. It's like, no, it's just when you've been in a bunch of film sessions, you're not looking at the no. same stuff. The same stuff move right. us like it moved them and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? We're getting hype right. over some little stuff. You know what I'm saying? You getting hype off a of get off a of hand placement, and people are like, why are you raving about that D line? You like, dog, you see his get off? You see we got his hands? They like, but he didn't get the he didn't get the sack. And you exactly. like exactly. after pocket made the quarterback do this, like so as a defensive lineman, you you speaking them check marks in the film room, and they don't even. Know. <laughs> Hey, and I tell people, hey, don't even talk about these lines. Like, I, and I, I, you know, I'm big on that too. I tell like, I'm like, this dude suck. He trash. They're like, bro, he had 15 sacks last year. I'm like, so that's 15 plays out of how many plays did he play the whole season? Like, how many plays did he got to play the whole season? But y'all just looking at the, you know, the highlight. You said it earlier too, the highlight, the highlight. and what, and what the media tell us. Like, that's what we want to talk about. We on the show right now. I want to highlight the highlights and get fans. That's that's, up. But y'all ain't that's seen the, move the needle. So highlights move the needle. But when you're talking that right. truth, it's boring because a lot of folks don't understand. But if they sat there, their appreciation and the view of the game would be that much better. Like when they look at game, it ain't like so fantasy sports got folks just looking for yards and touchdowns. And that's what messes people yeah. up. That's why you will have somebody coming at you like, dude, so and so is better. Check his numbers. And you like, I don't care about stats, but they do because they pay for the, they're making money. Lots of money off fantasy, but you can't not. So I'd be like, oh, you play fantasy? Cool. I understand that. Like like AJ Green, for example. I think I think of a guy like that, AJ Green, like he don't even get talked about. Nope. But this is guy's a great receiver, man. Like you know, it's just because he's been hurt lately and people forget about him. But top to bottom, remember he was always up there with Julio. That's all we talked about. Julio, AJ Green, Julio, AJ Green at the Megatron. But yeah, man. Yeah, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. I appreciate it. But uh, I see Kyle want to jump on this. Thing. All right, all right, all right, Hulk. All right, bro. Let me see, Kyle. Let me get Kyle in here. Kyle, uh, send me one, dog. My bad, man. Bullet, I see you sent one too. Hey, Kyle, send one. Henry Cole. I think Henry just dropped the most. Highlights for y'all. Them joints is filthy, dog. 
Get your mind right before you watch the Moss highlights, boy. Them joints filthy. Like you, you don't even got to be a great editor for Randy Moss highlight. I'm trying to tell you, boys was an animal. But yeah, man, I definitely, you know, I like Rico's. Uh, you know, like his idea. I think that's what I'm gonna start doing. Um, it, it start just pulling up film of various athletes, yo, and really just just going through the essence of what they do. That's that's good that people may not pay attention to, cause that's that's what you want. Yo, what's good with you? What up, man? You on the road, man? You on the road? Huh? Make sure I'm good. Yeah, you straight now. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey so look, and I and I heard you know it's a good. I feel you when you say, man, it's the live part. You know, everybody going to work or whatever, got a little time, whatever. And I heard some good points, though, man. People out there, you know, they putting it out there. One thing you touched on was it's about, like you said, a casual fan and what you want to see and your knowledge of the game for you to pick the GOAT. But yeah. you also heard it when you said when you there are GOATs, and out of those GOATs, you can claim to be the GOAT, you see? Yeah. Now, one thing I do want to put on this, well, I know Randy the GOAT. Now, with the Marshall, I seen some film that other people ain't seen in the practice films. It's like, yo, this dude is the GOAT. And I think his real reason is, if you take Chris Carter, you take Tim Brown, because you can't compare work ethics. I don't like that NFL film documentary. Oh, they show Jerry Rice work ethics. Like, them brothers ain't working. Like, let's be real. Let's take mm -hmm. them and put them with them two Hall of Fame quarterbacks for 10 plus years. You think they could possibly have those numbers or, or you know, make it happen? Jerry Rice, I mean, uh, uh, Mark showed you, like, listen, man, I came in this game with Cole Pepper. All he can do is throw deep balls. You see what I'm saying? So, again, this is what I'm going to do to, you know, specialize my craft or what I'm good at, you know what I'm saying, and get my numbers with him. But if Moss is saying he's the best because if you take me and give me two Hall of Fame quarterbacks for 10-plus years, I'm going to drop numbers on you. And he proved that on the decline of his career when he went with Tom Brady. He was damn near unstoppable, you know what I'm saying? We ain't taking nothing from uh, Jerry because, like you say, you you know, you, you do what you do, and, and he produced the numbers. But the one thing I know about being a DB, arena football, big game, you just as much as afraid of the quarterback as you is the receiver. I don't care who that receiver is. If I know you got goddamn Mark Sanchez and when he throws a slant, it's going to be on his back hip. You see what I'm saying? Compared to uh, Young and Montana going to put that thing on him in a run when he run it. So now I, I have to be on you. It don't matter how fast you are, how you stem me, whatever. I'm a DB. I know you're going to do all that stuff. Yeah, you know how to stem. Well, I'm a DB. I see stemming all day. I know you stem me inside. You ain't going back outside. You going inside. I'm all over that. But it's with the placement of that ball. So if I'm Moss, and I know the cold pepper ain't got no touch on this ball, no floating on it, can't throw it on timing. I'm not running no dig route for you to end my career. Throw that thing deep and let me specialize in what I do. Now, if I got Montana and I got young for 15 years, and listen, it ain't no, like, I heard somebody say, oh, it's magical. Ain't nothing magical about I know he going to put this thing right here. And all I got to do is cross his face, and it's going to be low or in front, and I can get my hands on it and catch it, compared to he going to make me stop. And this is why Megatron said, man, I'm not playing no more, because I'm tired of taking these hits because of these trash quarterbacks. You take Megatron, you take A.J. Green, like I heard his name, keep adding up all the receivers and put them with quarterbacks who specialize in, listen, man, we're going to work on the offseason, we're going to get these, this timing down right, and you're going to do numbers. 
compared to I got to go play with this bum quarterback. All he know how to do is put his foot in the ground, one, two, three, plant, and throw it hard as I can. And then I'm getting hit because I got to make this miraculous catch. And because I'm six, whatever, and 200 pounds, I'm, I'm taking a beating. That's why he out of there. That's why Barry Sanders out of there. Man, I'm retiring. I'm tired of this. You see what I'm saying? So Moss, like uh, Dion, I'm making a business decision. Yeah, I can run every route tree. Let's go back to Marshall. Let's go back to the games where you see me catch a five-yard start and just outrun everybody. But guess what? I ain't doing that all the time if he can't throw it to me to where I can catch it and run. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time for that stuff. So I get, I, again, I think, Hulk, you hit it on the nose. If you the GOAT and you one of the GOATs, you can throw your mouthpiece out there and say, I am the GOAT. You know, you got to be in a handful. But I think the reason why Moss opened his mouth because he know that you know as a wide receiver, it's a team sport. I need a quarterback to complete me as a receiver, period. I don't care how fast you are, how slow you are, how good a route is. If the quarterback can't throw, if your offensive lineman and your offensive coordinators can't put plays together, you is not going to be able to put them numbers up. So when we try to say, again, who the greatest, I'm going to look back as a DB, arena football, outdoor. Who the hell, if I got to defend somebody one-on-one <laughs> to make this team, who I'm afraid of? It ain't Jerry Rice. It's going to be Megatron, T-Mars, or one of them freaky athletes. And the reason they saying that, look, if you put me on them type of teams, I'm not going to, you're not going to be able to stop me. You know what I'm saying? Period. And that's just how I feel about it. But again, you know, again, in these type of conversations, it's all up for what you want to see. But I know as a DB, I'm worried about the guy that even if the pass is wrong, short, low, high, he can still catch it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm draped all over you. Jerry Rice, you know what I'm saying? If I get up on your hip, you ain't gonna out jump me. If I when I when I look and lean on you, I know you're not gonna be, you know how a lot of people don't realize when you look and lean, you a DB, you go slower. I know that I can look and lean on you and you ain't gonna take two more steps and out jump me. Moss will, why he looking back for the ball. That stuff is scary, man. And again, if you ain't never played a game, you don't know those little nuances and details that like listen, man, I'm not looking back for the ball for you. I'm playing your hands because I know this dude can catch anything. So but again, this is a great conversation, and everybody, like you say, you got some good points to throw in that pot. But again, man, it's dangerous out there playing with Randy Moss six four running a four two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want no parts of that. You know what I'm saying? That stuff is dangerous. You know what I mean? And they, like you say, it ain't scared because you gonna go out there and do your thing. But listen, I know if he catch the ball on me, I'm gonna get up and dust my foot off. Like what? What you looking at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What you looking at? You know what I mean? <laughs> Compared to if Jerry Rice beat me on a deep ball like that touchdown, you know what I'm saying? Where when he beat when he beat the record on Monday night, it's like, yo, what y'all DBs looking at? He's slow as hell. Why y'all not looking back at the ball? Like he was going right to the goal pass pass. He ain't that fast. You know what I mean? I'm looking back right now trying to make a play. He jumping over their heads, whatever. They ain't look, they looking like he just gonna keep running. He ain't running too fast. But yeah. ball, you better get on your horse. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about it, though. But anything, man, I'm going to get up out here. Shout out to the ball hawk and the show. Everybody got their opinions on everything, man, because it's, you know, it's real out there talking this because it's all about your taste, man. It's all about your taste. So. <laughs> all right. Man. Yes, sir. My bro, bro. Hey, man. He just dropped a whole lot that, 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 that you have to take into account. Yes, you have to take account. Who's playing quarterback? Because, like he says, a DB, you know, with a certain quarterback, the ball placement is going to be there. 
versus in a bad spot where that quarterback's going to give you an opportunity. Case in point, right? If it's a good quarterback, a, a bad quarterback, but it's a great receiver. The great receiver may give you a nice little juice at the top of his route. Feel what I'm saying? So he go post. So he got you beat. He done stemmed you, captured your inside shoulder, gave you something to the corner. You done shuffled over. He done went post. You like, damn, he got me beat. But you know it's a bad quarterback. So what do you do? Versus panicking and trying to close ground with the receiver, you actually plant and look back at the quarterback and anticipate that he's not the most accurate. So most bad quarterbacks, when they see a receiver break open, they try to make it a bam throw. It's on a line. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of air, not a lot of loft. So we undercut. When you play against a bad quarterback, you undercut the ball a lot because you know they get excited when somebody's beaten off the jump. So any Cal made a great point. You know what I'm saying? If I saw I was playing a quarterback that I thought was average, that I saw in film recognition that um, um, I, I, I like when you watch film, you just don't watch. First of all, you just don't watch the receiver. First of all, you got to understand the tendencies of the OC. Like, you got to watch film of him. If he came from a different team, you got to get that film of that team and see if the same tendencies follow. Secondly, you got to pay attention to the quarterback. Pay attention to the quarterback as far as how his throwing is versus covered, open, wide open. Because they're tip off. Like, if a, if a receiver – Beats a receiver. If a receiver beats a DB clean, some quarterbacks, like I just said, they're stepping to it, try to fire it because they want to bam it on them. While the good ones are still throwing them to the next window because they're anticipating that, hey, if you if they respect you as a top caliber DB, they're no. Like I had a tendency of my DB, like talking to other quarterbacks in the AFL. Now that I'm retired, they're telling me, yo, we knew that you would play high, meaning we knew that you weren't going to let nobody close your cushion. And we knew that you liked to undercut. You were aggressive. So when somebody came out on a post or a corner, we knew, hey, Hawkins is going to come downhill. We need to throw you up. So regardless, take the deep path. He's going to come downhill his first step because he wants to get an interception. Hell, his nickname, Ballhawk. He always wants to make a play on the ball. So most teams knew that if they could incorporate some type of double move, they wanted to see, first of all, they wanted to see, I wouldn't just be aggressive off the jump. I'm just put that out there. But they knew, like, money down, that I'm always going to go for the pit, period. But I'm going to call it collision, too. So if I came downhill and somebody went up and the ball was going up, I'm going to grab you. You know what I'm saying? But that takes me back to what Kyle was saying. If you know it's a bad – so bad quarterback's not going to know that. A bad quarterback will just recognize that I'm playing high. The receiver may have me beat, but they see that I'm high, meaning that I'm giving a lot of cushion, that they got to put it on the rope. They actually playing it to my hands. A good quarterback is going to say, no, I'm going to put it out. I'm not going to put it on a rope because on a rope it's going to cause a back shoulder throw. Or even if it's, it's going to be midline to back shoulder. On a rope. If you on a rope and lead a dude, you may end up. That's how you get incompletions. You are gonna put some now, put some touch on it, which good quarterbacks do. DB ain't got a chance. All he got to do, he got to get to the upfield shoulder and try to break it up. So Cal makes a great point when he's talking about the quarterback. The quarterback is important. 
It is. Henry made a great rebuttal that says, now, with that being said, are those quarterbacks truly great or did the receiver make them great? So that's always like a fun little back and forth you can do when you're talking sports, you know what I'm saying? Because what that does is it has you, uh, it still has you elevating the receiver regardless. You're still trying to figure out how good that receiver is. So you're still tapping into what they do, period. That's why I like having these discussions uh, because it goes from talking trash, talking trash, talking trash to the educational piece. Once you get to the educational piece, that's the essence of having debates because you're learning about not only the players, you're appreciating the players, you're actually learning what your homeboy know, and then you start learning what you may not know and he knows. And, oh, your palate is that much more awesome. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if you get into a sports debate just trying to be right, then you ain't, like, it's a waste. I get into sports debates trying to learn even more. You know what I'm saying? You learn every day, B. You know what I'm saying? You might learn how dumb somebody is, but you're still learning. You know what I'm saying? Now nah, I'm just best with y'all. Most late in his career even changed Belichick thinking of how to attack defenses. Receivers make quarterbacks to me more. Yeah. Now, you know, they always got that 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 great saying that, you know, does a quarterback the quarterback has to throw the receiver open. Even with a quarterback throwing a receiver open, that receiver still gotta separate. They don't ever tell you that, right? So, yeah, a quarterback can throw a receiver open, meaning he can foresee that this window's open and not, that window's not open, and he throws it to that window. But even with him throwing it to the, the window ahead versus the current window, that receiver still got to separate from the DB. <laughs> they don't never tell you that. So while, yeah, you throwing me open, you basically just put the ball in the position for me to catch it, which a quarterback should do. You know what I'm saying? Like you threw it. At the end of the day, you're throwing it away from the defense. That's throwing a receiver open. You're throwing it away from the defense. You're now allowing them to have an opportunity to get their hands on it. You're anticipating the so you change the interception point. Football is angles. DBs, we always try to anticipate the interception point. When we break on the ball, where's the interception point? Right. If you're running a if you're running a hammer route and we coming downhill, do you work down the stem or do you work at an angle towards the ball? So we gotta determine where is the interception point. So if we see that you guys are taught to come down the stem, but the interception point is gonna be straight down from where you came from. If you work to the ball, the interception point is gonna be at an angle, and I'm meeting you there. So that's all that is. If you're running the dig route, and I'm inside leverage, and the quarterback don't see it what interception point is actually going to be where I'm going to break down where I'm at. So if I'm inside leverage and you outside and you running a dig route and you never cap square me up, your interception, my, I'm the interception point. Like you got to come through me to get to the ball. So a bad quarterback is, is going to actually throw it right to me. While a good quarterback, I'll probably throw it right out there. Cause I'm already inside. He ain't even going to let you get inside. He'll just throw it out there. So you could call that throwing somebody open. Cause don't come in here. The quarterback is like, yo, he's sitting this. Like, so when receivers come out, they break, and then they be putting one hand back, and they be like, yo, why you throwing it behind me? Fool, he telling you that the damn DB is going to knock your mouth off. So a lot of times when fans look at the game and they, and 
you hear commentators, oh my God, he just threw it behind a receiver. The great the great analysts are say, but if you look at where the defender's at, that's actually a good throw. But from the untrained eye, it's like, damn man, he's throwing it behind him. He gotta put that on him or put it in front of him. No. Sometimes the quarterback placement allows you to know where the defender's at. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? That's what I love about talking quarterbacks and receivers and DBs. Like, you get to really understand what goes on behind closed doors. And then the next time, I would tell y'all this. A lot of times, if you're watching the game, I do this with boxing all the time, too. Cut the volume off. Cut the volume off and just in your head try to analyze what took place. You become the color analyst. Just cut the volume off of, for like a, a series or two, if you can, and look at offense or defense. Just look at the game and just try to break down what happened. You know what I'm saying? It'll really have you tap into your football IQ and trying to understand schematically what's going on, what took place, the chess match. Because a lot of times we are influenced about, we are influenced based off what we hear from the analysts. We do. It's human nature. And it's just like listening to music. You just say, oh, I'm listening to the beat. No, you listen to the words. Them words is better than you because you're going to be in the club and you singing every lyric. Like, God damn, how did I know the lyrics? Isn't better than you. It's no different in the football game. Plenty of fans be sitting there and and uh, 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 the color analyst can say, oh, this quarterback is doing X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Guess what the first thing you'll say once you get into the barbershop with your homeboy? You'll say everything the analyst said and you don't even know it. He's influenced you if you truly are looking like you buy into what he's saying. Like if you just casually watching and you talking to folks and you listening to the game and you really can't see it. That's why if you listen to the radio, I always say you got to have appreciation for radio commentators. Like I've done radio work and I take pride into really illustrating the truth of what's going on. I try to give, even though I'm doing the radio for UVA football, I try to paint that picture to where they can visually see what's really going on versus my fandom of, oh man, we getting cheated. Like, no, you got a job to really paint the full picture to educate as well as provide what's analysts or what uh, analytics of what's going on. I mean, you have folks who get caught up and become fans while they on the mic and that's fine. And the human race is going to, going to take over. But I always say, the reason why when folks will say, yo, you should go do, go do TV, this and that. I want to master the hard stuff first. Just like from a podcast of doing a show on my own. And I have a show with my partner, uh, Tony Covington, um, called The Lockdown on Lockdown Access Platform. But when I first started my podcast, I made it a point to like do it on my own, not let it be guest driven because that's hard trying to carry a show on your own for an hour 90 minutes whatever and keep people engaged on your own it's hard because it can get dry right but if you can master that just imagine how you can do it once you start having guests just imagine how you can do it once you start having guest analysts just imagine how you can do it once you have a partner in crime and you have a joint podcast it's that much easier because You've done the grunt work. You've done the foundation, right? It's no different than when you want to be an analyst. I'm starting with radio because I want to do what's considered hard. 
TV, the visual's there. The visual's there. Somebody drop a pass, you be like, oh man, he dropped the pass, he should have caught that. Then you're getting 30,000 replay. Radio, you don't get a replay. Radio, you gotta remember, right? Like, if if number 55 missed a tackle, you don't gotta, replay ain't gonna tell you that. You gotta make a mental note why, the, why it's going on. He missed a tackle at the 10, and then running back still running. Oh, he juked that dude, he's still running, juked that dude, still running. And the color analyst gotta remember everything that took place. After he finished breaking down where he got tackled and gave his analysis, he kicks it to you, and you got to say, yeah, because at the 10-yard line, 55 didn't get his head in front. The running back did a great job of hitting the bottom of the numbers, receiver, so-and-so, whatever his name was, got a good block. He cut back. Like, you got that's a That's a freestyle rebuttal with no replays. I don't think people realize when you do radio, you don't get a replay. So can you imagine doing that for years and then going to TV with people in your ear, queuing up a replay for you? Yo, we got that replay of the last one. Check out number 55, what he did. That's what y'all probably looking for. They telling you that. And you like, oh, yeah, it's right here, number 55. They telling you. And I'm not saying it's easy because it's hard having that, what is it? Well, I forgot what they call it, I -A -R -I -E, that thing that the, the microphone in your ear. Dog, it's tough. When I was doing the fourth side this year, y'all seen it on Twitter and Facebook for UVA, I had the producer in my ear. And that, that was different for me because I'm so used to going up, like off the cuff. I got a script, but most of my scripts are just bullet points, just telling me when to transition. That's how I do my show. I don't really write a script word for word. I got transition bullets. Like, here's how I'm going to start. I'm going to get to this point. All right, transition, talk about this transition talk about that so it's just little bullets and i know how i'm gonna flow versus when you're on tv you basically got to write out everything you say you can't deviate because they got it timed up you deviate you gonna mess up the timing hey yo man we gotta go to break you need to cut that oh <laughs> break you know what i'm saying damn i just went left didn't i how did i get here anyway but yeah, man, appreciate Rico for coming on. Appreciate Cal for coming on. Appreciate Anthony for coming on. Appreciate Stefan for coming on. Appreciate T Banks for coming on, man. Um, we still going. I'm still going to do a live show today because I got to talk about. Of course, you got to talk about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and Went situation. Um, got to talk about Haskins situation in Washington. Uh, talk about Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Um, I guess we could talk a little bit about the college football Final Four. And, and everybody thoughts on that. But it's going to be a fun show, bro. It's going to be a fun show today at 530. I didn't do one last week, so, you know, we got to turn up for real. Uh, with this holiday season, y'all going to see me doing a lot more live videos like this, probably around 9 in the morning. That seemed like everybody, you know, transitioning to work. They could tap in. So, I'm, you know, that's what I do. Uh, but, yeah, man, appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to make this a podcast episode, so I'm going to upload it to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Um, so if y'all missed it in its totality and you run into something, you can, you can put your boy in the ears. I do the same thing when I run, I listen to Joe Button's podcast. I listen to, uh, Jamel Hill podcast. I listen to drink champs. Um, I listen to, I am athlete with Brandon Marshall and them boys. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, man. I always try to stay in tune of what's going on so I can sharpen up my craft and, and see how those, you know, people doing it. You know, 
you can't never be ashamed to listen to other people and then compare how you would, you know, present a certain discussion. You feel me? Like they ain't competition. They peers. They they people that you just be like, okay, they doing it too. You appreciate them. Cause I'll compete with the person in the mirror. I compete with what I did yesterday trying to get better. I always tell folks that stop competing with everybody else. Compete with yourself. You are your biggest competition. Be the best you can be every day. The best you. So every day you try to elevate from what you did the next day. Too many times we try to do what the other person did. Their success ain't your success. My success ain't your success. You know the definition of your success, man. So be great. Appreciate everybody. Salute to my dog, Bryce Perkins. You see I got his shirt on right there. Play for the Rams. That's my guy, B. Perk. All right? Y'all be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.